In today's show, Kathy Woods Arc Invest adds more Bitcoin exposure as GBTC and Coinbase stock hits new lows. That's right, Arc Invest scoops up bargains as Coinbase shares hit new all-time lows and GBTC trades near a 50% discount to the already suppressed Bitcoin spot price. In breaking news, Bitcoin hash rate hits a new all-time high as Bitcoin price prints a new cycle low of $15,500. Also in today's show, Bankman Freed and FTX execs report spend millions on properties in the Bahamas. That's right. At least 19 properties worth around $121 million were reportedly purchased under FTX's name, Sam Bankman-Fried's parents and senior level executives. Also in today's show, FTX crisis leads to record inflows into short investment products. That's right. The aftermath of FTX's collapse has soured crypto investor sentiment with record inflows into short investment products last week, according to CoinShares. Also in today's show, Genesis will go bankrupt without fresh funding, according to this latest report. However, Genesis denies these imminent plans to file for bankruptcy. Quoting them here, we have no plans to file bankruptcy imminently. Our goal is to resolve the current situation consensually without the need for any bankruptcy filing. Genesis continues to have constructive conversations with creditors. However, research shows Genesis received over a billion dollars worth of FTT from Alameda and FTX in the last three months. That's right. And FTT. Also in today's show, former Goldman Sachs executive Raul Powell says he is bullish on XRP, citing its real use cases and network effects. Also in today's show, hedge fund billionaire Bill Ackman reverses his stance on crypto after years of skepticism, quoting him here from a recent tweet, the telephone, the internet, and crypto share one thing in common. Each technology improves on the next in terms of its ability to facilitate fraud. As such, I was initially a crypto skeptic, but after studying some of the more interesting crypto projects, I have come to believe that crypto can enable the formation of useful businesses and technologies that heretofore could not be created. Also in today's show, I'm going to be discussing with you a $12,000 Bitcoin price bottom. In fact, between 10 to 12,000 with a $175,000 high followed within the next year following that low. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Welcome everyone just tuning in to podcast episode number 1111, a very special omen here at the Crypto News Alerts pod. I'm your host, JV, and today is November 2022. Two or November 22nd, 2022, and the Bitcoin price just printed a fresh cycle low uh, just yesterday, and we're currently trading just above 16200 Welcome, everyone, to just tuning in. Let's start by checking out Coin360. As you can see, the market is starting to pump once again along with some alts, uh, including Matic up over, uh, six, seven percent for the day. We got Litecoin Surgeon up 14 percent. We got Chainlink in the, the forest green. We got Curve Dow Token. And as you can see, Bitcoin up about a percent, trading above 16.2. Ether up 0.3 percent, trading above 1100. And Binance Coin up 1.7 percent, trading above 264 dollars. And checking out CoinMarketCap.com. The current market cap sitting at 804 billion with 60 
68 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. So the volume back on the rise with the Bitcoin dominance at 38. 0.7% and the Ether dominance at 17.2%. And checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers in the past 24 hours. Curved out token leading the pack up 20%, trading at six cents, followed by Litecoin up 14%, trading at $70.48, followed by Chainlink up 10% trading at $6.41. And below that, we have Aptos and the Trust Wallet Token. And checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers for the past week, you can still see we're in a sea of red, unfortunately, with just a handful in the green, including Litecoin up 20%, Ape up 8.6%. But as you can see, big losers, including FTT, yet down another 23% for the week and checking out the crypto greed and fear index shows we're currently rated to 22 and extreme fear yesterday was a 21 last week a 22 and last month a 23 in extreme fear so there you have it welcome once again everyone just tuning in to today's live show we have so much to cover so without further ado let's dive into today's bitcoin technical analysis bitcoin firms share a major buy for asset manager arc invest in the midst of this ftx meltdown the latest data confirms that arc continues to up its holdings of both exchange Coinbase and the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, better known as GBTC. And with the FTX contagion still ripping through the crypto industry, ARK's decision to add exposure to two firms caught the firing line and stands out. According to numbers supplied by Kathy Wood's dedicated track and resource, Kathy's ARK, the firm, added 176,945 GBTC shares on November 21st, which was yesterday. These join a larger trench of 273,300 27 shares from November 15th. That purchase was completed just a week after FTX fell apart. And since then, GBTC has come under the spotlight as their parent company, Digital Currency Group, DCG, battles FTX problems of its own. Coinbase is, meanwhile, another target for ARK. Since the start of November, the firm has added 1.3 million coin shares, taking its total stake to 8.374 million, near all-time highs. Now, coin shares now account for ARK's 12th largest position. And commenting on the FTX debacle in the latest newsletter, ARK acknowledged the potential implications for DCG company Genesis trading and warned that other counterparty entities may be next, quoting them here. That said, our conviction in decentralized and transparent public blockchains is as strong as ever and nonetheless added. In this case and others, decentralization and transparency are paramount as antidotes to the gross mismanagement associated with centralized intermediaries, not to mention fraudulent centralized intermediaries. Now, regarding the Bitcoin price action, it continues to decline two weeks after Problems at FTX spiraled out of control. Bitcoin just printed a fresh low yesterday. Data from Cointelegraph Markets Pro and Trading View shows, which you can see here in the Bitcoin one-hour candle chart. The Bitcoin slash USD pair dropped to 15,479 on Bitstamp after the Wall Street open, recovering only slightly to circle around 16,200 at the time of this recording. Now, Coin itself also hit a record low at the same time, while equally embattled GBTC retained the majority of its discount at over 40% versus the Bitcoin spot price despite ARK's buy-in. So there you have it. Also breaking news, the Bitcoin hash rate also just hit yet another all-time high. And as I shared, the lows for this cycle are currently in at around 15,500. Do you think we're likely to drop even lower? Let me know your thoughts in those comments right down below. I think it's uh, important to actually uh, to discuss where do you
where do you feel that this cycle low will likely be? Let me know. We're going to be covering that in great detail later on in the show. So stick around. But without further ado, now let's dive in to the fact that Bankman Freed and FTX were purchasing over $100 million worth of properties in the Bahamas using your money. The latest revelation from the FTX case reveals that the Bahamian properties worth millions were bought in the company name. FTX at the time operated by Bankman Freed, his parents, and other high-level executives of the company reportedly purchased at least 19 properties in the Bahamas just over the last two years. Now, collectively, these purchases have a worth of over $121 million, according to Reuters' report of the official property records. And among the acquired properties were seven luxurious condos, while the residents of the condos remain unknown at this time. The property deed claims they were to be used as residences for key personnel of the defunct exchange. And additionally, a property worth $16.4 million has Bankman Freed's parents, Joseph Bankman and Barbara Freed, as signatories. The deed allegedly had the property designated as a vacation home, I bet, with documents dating back to June 15th of this year. And according to original reports, a spokesperson for the couple did not answer the question as to how this leisure property was acquired and if any FTX funds were involved. Only the couple had been trying to return the property to FTX prior to bankruptcy. Since before the bankruptcy proceedings, Mr. Bankman and Miss Freed have been seeking to return the deed to the company and are awaiting further instructions. Now, FTX moved its headquarters from Hong Kong to the Bahamas in September of last year, which was purchased for $60 million and had a groundbreaking ceremony in April of this year. The official channel, the Prime Minister of the Bahamas, released a video of the ceremony. However, according to reports from a recent property visited by media outlets, the space has been untouched for months. And as the liquidity crisis and bankruptcy scandal unraveled, Bahamian authorities had Bankman Freed and two former associates at the former exchange under supervision in the country, where they still allegedly remain today. Now, court documents filed after the initial bankruptcy notice revealed the company may have over 1 million creditors in total you can't make this stuff up folks with over 3 billion collectively owed to the 50 largest creditors and yesterday november 21st the u.s senate committee announced a scheduled ftx hearing for december 1st which is around the corner next week during which the head of the commodity futures trading commission head will testify but i like to point this out that regulators had a documented over 10 thousand hours of disclosed meetings with Bankman Freed himself. That means regulators and FTX were working together to fraud the public. FTX and Alameda, make no mistake about it, was an inside job. So something I've been tweeting recently, FTX was without a doubt an inside job because how many times did Gary Gensler, the SEC head, uh, chairman of the Fed, um, What's his name? Who's the chairman of the Fed? Let me know in the comments below. It just slipped my mind. But they were all meeting up. They had on record over 10,000 hours of meetings discussing regulations. So without a doubt, FTX was uh, regulated. There's no question about it. So if the top exchange, the second largest exchange in the world, which was regulated by the authorities and regulators, collapsed, it was an inside job. Trust nobody. Verify everything. Just saying, you know what I mean? And with that being shared, now let's dive into our next story of the day as the FTX crisis and saga continues to unfold. Here we go. Institutional investors have responded to the negative sentiment caused by the FTX collapse with record institutional inflows into crypto focus, short 
investment products. According to CoinShares Chief Strategy Officer James Butterfield, 75% of the total inflows by institutional crypto investors for the week ending on November 18th were placed into short investment products, essentially a bet that crypto prices will decline. And lo and behold, that's precisely what's happening right now. Buttermill said that the take up of short positions by investors is likely a direct result of the ongoing fallout from the FTX collapse, while the total assets under management for institutional investors is now at a whopping $22 billion, but still the lowest in two years. Over the week, $14 million was poured into short Ether investment products. CoinShares said it was the largest weekly inflow on record, and CoinShares cited renewed uncertainty over Ethereum Shanghai upgrades slated for September of 2023 and mentioned the sizable amount of ETH held by the FTX exploiter as possible reasons for the negative sentiment. Meanwhile, inflows into short investment products for Bitcoin hit $18.4 million. Bitcoin short products were reported to have an asset under management of $173 million, coming close to the $186 million high. Now, investors also seemingly drop in altcoins with Solana, XRP, BNB, and Polygon Matic product outflows totaling over $6 million. And the newly reported inflows are a slight change from the week prior. We saw the largest inflows in 14 weeks, the crypto products totaling $42 million. Although short Bitcoin products already started to see inflows of $12.6 million, uh, the blockchain equity products recorded the largest weekly outflow since May of 2022. Meanwhile, the ripple effect of investor distrust for centralized exchanges is taking hold in traditional financial markets with Coinbase posting an all-time low share price, yesterday on November 21st, hence why ARK is Kathy Wood is buying it up. BTFD. Now the crypto exchange's share price dropped about 9% on the day, slipping to under 41 bucks, according to Google Finance. It has now slightly recovered to around $41.20 at the time of this recording, but continued to trade at a slight 0.19% negative after hours. Meanwhile, Coinbase stock price is down almost 88% since it went public on April 16th of 2021. So there you have it. Do you think more carnage is likely incoming in the crypto sphere? Let me know your thoughts in the comments right down below and how many of you are currently short as many investors currently are at this time with that being shared now let's discuss one of the biggest stories in the crypto industry right now and that's a potential bankruptcy of one of the biggest lenders which is genesis which is attached to the contagion of the ftx fallout now genesis the crypto brokerage platform that froze withdrawals just last week may resort to bankruptcy if it fails to raise money from potential investors according to people familiar with this matter. As reported by BNN Bloomberg, Genesis has spent the past several days attempting to raise $1 billion in capital from potential investors. This backs up a Wall Street Journal report from Friday, which claimed the trading firm was unsuccessful in its endeavor. That's right, meaning they're currently trying to raise this capital. Bloomberg stated that Genesis was in talks with Binance for a potential investment, but funding it is yet to materialize, quoting them here, we have no plans to file bankruptcy imminently. A representative for Genesis said in an emailed statement to Bloomberg, our goal is to resolve the current situation consensually without the need for any bankruptcy filing. Genesis continues to have constructive conversations with creditors. Also note that Genesis's lending arm froze redemptions last week from another arm of the company revealed that had lost $175 million within FTX. The latter exchange filed the bankruptcy earlier in the month when it couldn't honor a flood 
flood of withdrawal requests made days prior. FTX now faces a reported shortfall of over $8 billion that it owes to depositors, which include retail clients, institutions, and celebrities alike. And the fallout has caused other firms to suspend withdrawals as well, including BlockFi and Liquid. The former is also exploring potential bankruptcy. Also, the digital currency group DCG's Genesis parent company provided the broker with $144 million in equity on the day of the FTX bankruptcy to help navigate its liquidity trouble. And the crypto market maker B2C2 also extended a hand to Genesis last Wednesday to purchase some loans from the trading desk. So there you have it. Meanwhile, you know, they're they're denying their plans to file bankruptcy, but we all know trust nobody, verify everything and get your crypto off the exchanges as the last place I would want my crypto right now is to be on any centralized exchange. Because you also got to keep in mind, as uh, pointed out here by Whale Chart, Genesis received over a billion dollars worth of FTT, which was the native token of FTX in the last three months. We all know that this FTT token is now worth roughly a dollar last time I checked. And prior to the bankruptcy of FTX that was trading at above $20, so literally billions upon billions lost and gone forever. But with that being shared, once again, welcome everyone just tuning in to today's show. Now I want to discuss a little bit about the XRP bulls as per the macro guru, Rao Pao, who is very bullish on XRP. The macro expert and former Goldman Sachs executive is expressing his bullish sentiment on the digital asset in a new Ask Me Anything video. Pao says that XRP already has utility and is being used in money transfers. According to Pao, the price of XRP could appreciate in the event that Ripple wins the lawsuit brought against the San Francisco-based payments company by the US SEC. But on the other hand, Pal says that the risk of XRP falling in price is relatively lower in case Ripple loses the lawsuit. Quoting the macro guru, I have said this a gazillion times. XRP has a real use case. It is being used as a protocol. I think there is a gap risk higher if they get the ruling. There is no gap risk lower as much. There should be some speculation, but it is being used in a chain that is being used for money. Transmission is a chain that has cast law. So I have no issue with it. I own a small part. How many of you are also currently bullish on XRP? Metcalf's law states that a network grows in value as the number of users on the network gets bigger. The SEC alleged in the lawsuit that was filed in December of 2020 that Ripple Labs has engaged in an illegal securities offering from around 2013 when XRP was launched. And according to the macro guru, individual investors in XRP were discouraged by the SEC lawsuit against Ripple. I'd say to say the least, quoting him here, retailer held back retailers held back because of the stupid SEC regulation and ruling we're waiting for. So there you have it. And to watch this Ask Me Anything session with the macro guru himself, check the show notes below the video in the description. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding this ongoing stretched out XRP versus the SEC case, which has suppressed the Bitcoin price since the end of December of 2020, which is very unfortunate for XRP holders because they delisted it from the majority of all the United States exchanges. Um, I think Bitstamp is like one of the, the few exchanges you can actually purchase XRP nowadays. But because of that, it suppressed the price action. So a lot of investors lost tremendous amounts of money while the SEC claims to be protecting investors. I think it is quite the opposite. I think they're protecting the people they're in cahoots with, the criminals like Bankman Freed and, uh, you know, 
Ellison and protecting those people, protecting the criminals they're doing criminal activity with and going after the honest people in the space is what it seems like they're doing. It's almost as if the SEC was created to shake down uh, good and bad actors, but work with those bad actors to take down the entire crypto industry and impose regulations that aren't in our best interest. And it couldn't be any more crystal clear to me, but let me know your thoughts in the comments below as I greatly appreciate and respect all your opinions. With that being shared, yeah, now let's discuss our final story of the day, and that is a ten dollars to $12,000 price prediction low, followed by a high of $175,000 between 2024 and 2025, which is around the time of the next halving. I also like to throw out there, this is in alignment with the stock-to-flow model, which is also predicting a six-figure Bitcoin price after that halving of 2024. So let's uh, break this down. But first, actually, we have to discuss our next next story of the day, which uh, is the, uh, wow, I, I think I, I forgot to put it on the list here, but that's Bill Ackman, who actually says that he reversed his stance on crypto after years of skepticism. So first, let's actually break this down before we get into these uh, predictions here. And my apologies for a little bit of the mix-up. Billionaire investor Bill Ackman has taken a completely different stance on crypto after being skeptical in the space. Literally, for years, Ackman, the founder and chief executive of the hedge fund Pershing Square Capital Management, said crypto's ability to facilitate fraud initially drove his skepticism of digital assets. Quoting him here, I was initially a crypto skeptic, but after studying some of the more interesting crypto projects, I come to believe that crypto can enable the formation of useful businesses and technologies that heretofore could not be created. The ability to issue a token to incentivize participants in a venture is a powerful lever in assessing a global workforce to advance a project. Now, the billionaire does note that the pump and dump scams are a problem in the crypto space and suggests that the vast majority of digital assets are being used for fraudulent purposes. Well, we all know, kind of like a gun could be used for good or bad, but it's up to the person. It's almost like a magnifier, the same way I look at money. Money is a magnifier of a person and their true intentions. A good person will use money for good and a bad person will use money for evil like we witness all the time here, unfortunately, in the United States and all across the world. You know what I mean? But it is what it is. I feel crypto is the same thing. Bitcoin and crypto can be used for good or it could be used for evil, nefarious purposes. It's up to you as an individual. But with that uh, being shared, now let's dive into this $175,000 Bitcoin price prediction by none other than the London Crypto, who is a senior macro analyst. He says Bitcoin has made a 76 correction, as he shows in this tweet, in this bear market, compared to 84% in 2013 and 83% in 2017, studying our previous cycle high versus lows. We can estimate that the low for this bear to be between 10 and 12,000 range, followed by a high of $175,000 in 2024 to 2025. And he shares this chart, which I'm going to open up here in just a moment. But he also shares, I feel safe buying Bitcoin where we are at the moment as we aren't talking huge percentage moves to the true bottom in my opinion altcoins i am waiting a little longer as i think more discounts are coming 
financial, not financial advice. And with that being shared, let's actually check out this chart. And what are your thoughts surrounding this bottom price prediction that we can realistically hit a low of 10,000? Also shared in previous episodes, we have quite a few analysts, including Tone Vase, who says the bottom could be 11,000. We have uh, the troll, infamous troll himself, Peter Schiff, who has been calling for a $10,000 Bitcoin price. And considering we've already hit 15,000, what's another five? thousand dollar drop which would be in alignment to the previous capitulation from the previous having uh, cycles but in this chart what are your thoughts surrounding bouncing all the way to 175,000 as the next cycle high let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below with that being shared i want to welcome once again everyone tuning in to today's live episode of crypto news alerts this is a very special episode as it's number 1111 which has a special omen attached to it. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. Peace.